Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Why don't we lift our hands across the building and give him praise? We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the work you have done. Hallelujah. You have been good to us, Lord. And for that, we give you glory and praise and honor. Hallelujah. 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 Church, he's worthy of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to interfere what God is doing. I just want to be a part of the team this morning. Glory. He has been good to us. Hallelujah. He is a worthy God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. If you could turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 20 through 24. We are starting our Hope is Here series. Hallelujah. I pray that uh, the blessings of pastor would be upon me. He texts me a blessing, and I appreciate him and give him honor for that as well. I give honor to Pastor Mark and his family, and that blessings would be upon them as well. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. Amen. First Samuel chapter 17, 20 through 24. And David rose up early in the morning, and he left the sheep hallelujah with a keeper and he took and he went as jesse had commanded him and he came to the trench as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle verse 21 for israel and the philistines had put the battle in array army against army and david left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren and as he walked with him, behold, there came upon uh, up the champion of the Philistines of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words, and David heard them. Hallelujah. Something happens when a man of God or a woman of God hears the enemy defiling the armies of God. And all the men, verse 24, of Israel, when they saw that man, they had fled from him because they were sore afraid. Hallelujah. My title today, with the help of God, is Hope is for the Underdog. Hope is for the underdog. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we love you. We thank you, mighty God. You have been good to us, God. I pray, Lord, that you would bless this service, that you would anoint me, Lord, for the sake of the sinner and the hearer of the word of God this morning. I pray, God, that you would do a great work today. I know you have already moved in our midst, but I pray that you would continue to move and do miracles, signs, and wonders today. I pray that you would release virtue from heaven. I pray, God, that you would change a life today, save a soul today, release salvation from heaven for the lost, Lord. We praise your mighty name and we give you honor. And everyone say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against the principalities, against the powers, and against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Church, the fight is God's. Hallelujah. You don't have to get up and do your push-ups in the morning and get ready to fight the enemy. If you find a place to pray, you release it unto God, and he will fight them for you. Can I get an amen this morning? Hallelujah. Captain James Lawrence, United States Navy, 1781 to 1813, arrived in Boston on the 20th of May to assume command of the cheapskate. Hallelujah. He found his ship short of men and still in need of refitting for its intended voyage. He also discovered two British frigates cruising the waters of the Boston Harbor, awaiting the opportunity to intercept and capture any American vessel attempting to enter or depart from the port. By the 25th, only one British warship, the Shannon, was there, remained in view, blockading the harbor, lured the enemy, hallelujah, by the prospect of laurels and another single ship. Combat was about to start. Hallelujah. Lawrence was going to engage Shannon. Hallelujah. Before the ship, hallelujah, was reinforced. Shannon had been with his team only two years or only seven years. And the sheepskate, hallelujah, had only been uh, 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 moving. The, the, the ship had only been in repair. And the team had only been gathered for two years. But it was there that, that, that uh, Captain uh, uh, Lawrence, he, 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 he decided to uh, engage him and to fight. But it was there that he fought, and the battle went on. He left because of courage, but he went, and he began to engage the enemy. Hallelujah. History tells us that he lost. The victory earned the broke host of honors, including a knighthood. But while defeat gained Lawrence fame and the honor as a fallen naval hero church he went out to protect our country and he knew that he was probably going to lose he stepped out into the deep waters and said hey i got an enemy before me hallelujah i gotta do something about it his ship was broken down and his team was brand new but he went out to fight the words of Lawrence's last spoken command soon became a battle cry throughout the American fleet. Don't give up the ship. He began to say as they were dying around him, he told his team, don't give up the ship. Hallelujah. In other words, you got something to fight for. There are families on board here. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell somebody don't give up. Jesus is in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So to this day, the term don't give up the ship is amongst the Navy uh, or the, the Navy team, hallelujah. It is a logo that they use. Don't give up the ship. He died for that church, hallelujah. But he knew that he had something of value he was fighting for. I want to tell someone this morning, you might think that it's small, but you're fighting for your families this morning. You're fighting for your church this morning. You're fighting for the future this morning. Can I get someone out there to say, hey, I'm going to fight for what's right. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 He had to give them hope, church. He had to give them something to fight for. When you got something to fight for, there's hope inside of you. When you got something to fight for, there's courage inside of you. Something begins to stir up inside of you. Says, hey, we have revival here, and we're going to fight to keep it. Hallelujah. So here we have David. He was a young boy, and he decided to step out. Hallelujah. Why? Because he knew that there was value in the people of God. Can I get an amen? He knew that there was value in protecting the name of God. He knew that there was a Philistine. He was defying the armies of Israel. But David knew as a young boy, hallelujah, that he was going to fight for something that had value. Everyone else was too afraid. They were there. They were stunned. Hallelujah. I don't know if you've ever been stung with fear or paralyzed with fear, but I have. I remember walking down to the store as a young boy, and uh, my mother had sent me to go buy something. As I began to walk down the street, these two Doberman pitchers jumped the fence and came out after me. And it was there that I stood there, stung with this fear, and I couldn't move. And the dogs were just sitting there barking me, barking at me. I don't know if they sensed that, that I was just a little boy, but they were there. Uh, I was paralyzed. I couldn't move. All I could do was cry because these dogs were about to eat me. Hallelujah. But I was paralyzed with fear. Hallelujah. You see, I'm going to talk to you this morning. I'm feeling it now. Sometimes in our lives, the things that you face every day are frightening you. Hallelujah. And you're paralyzed. And you're just rolling with the flow. And you're just coming to church. And you're just hanging out. And you're saying amen. And you're clapping out your hands. But on Monday morning, paralysis begins to sit in. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you that is a trick of the enemy. Hallelujah. When paralysis begins to step in, it's time for you to step out. Hallelujah. Come on. David knew that his men were scared. These were warriors. These were people he looked up to. And you know what? He said, you know what? Brother Tim, I remember there was a bear in my neighborhood at one point. I remember he came after the sheep. And I remember that I slew that bear. And I remember that there was a lion in the sheepfold. And I went after that lion and I slew it to protect something that had value. Hallelujah. When the enemy starts to come in and paralysis sets in, it's time for us to get on our knees. It's time for us to start stepping out. It's time for us to step out in faith. It's time for us to push the issue, to push the envelope. You can't be a fair game at that point. The rules have been changed. The enemy has engaged you. Hallelujah. And this is how David, when he, he approached, he saw this. He saw that his uh, mentors were scared. And he saw that his leaders were scared. And he saw that his king was scared. 
but it was the previous victories, the proof that God had been there for him. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we just got to look back to our past and say, hey, God delivered me from drugs, alcohol, and an ungodly lifestyle. If he did that for me, he can defeat the enemy that is before me. Hallelujah. Previous victories. What does that mean, Chavez? That means when you have conquered something. This is what the prophet said when he was here a couple of weeks ago. I took note of it and I wrote it down. He sat there in in, in pastor's office and he told us, when you have conquered something, you have dominion over that spirit. Sometimes we got to look back to move forward. Hallelujah. We got to look back at a previous victory to move forward. We got to look back at a previous healing to move forward. Hallelujah. You use every resource you have. When the enemy begins to engage you, you start believing in God and certain things will start to happen. You start releasing your faith and things start going your way. I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you right now, there is power in faith and there is power in God and there is power in the word and there is power in preaching. For hours, as a young boy, I would take these cassette tapes of preaching, and I would find them, and I would borrow them, and I would buy them as a young boy. I, to this day, I still have my favorites in, in, in the drawer where I, I have my keys. Hallelujah. And one of my favorite, just for the record, was Charles Mahaney. You know why I like Charles Mahaney? Because he said, I never like to lose. He said, one day I was in a gang fight in New York City, and we began to lose. And he said, you know what I did? I jumped on the other side, and I began to fight with him because I didn't want to be a loser. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But I would, I would take these tapes, and I would listen to them by myself as a young boy. It's all we had. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have all this fancy stuff on a computer. I didn't have an iPhone, but I had a tape. I knew that there was something in those words that that preacher was saying that was going to change my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor has been preaching, preaching, and preaching. Hallelujah. I am enjoying. Hallelujah. Pastor Mark preached a couple of weeks ago. Things are happening in this church. I don't know if you noticed, but I did. And I know that things are happening. Hallelujah. And this is the perfect time for paralysis to begin to set in. But I'm here to tell you that God is still in control. He's still as close as the mention of his name. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm coming after you. Just hang on a little longer. Hallelujah. But I would listen to these tapes. They were like gold to me. 
the other kids had marbles and they, they would steal dollars from their, their parents and, and, and they would go and they'd have tortillas. Hallelujah. Some of them, amen, I was raised in a, in a Hispanic neighborhood. They had tortillas. Hallelujah. That was what they valued. But I walked around with a tape in my pocket because I knew that the preaching of the word of God could change me. I knew it could help me in my situation. Hallelujah. This is why it's important we come to church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. If you're discouraged, you come to church. There is a, uh, and I don't know if we actually got the gist of all this. I really don't. There is power in the preaching of the word of God. And pastor has been on fire preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. I cannot tell you how many times I walked into church discouraged and I knew that he was talking to me as he began to preach the word of God. There is power in the word of God. If there's anything you got to remember this morning, remember that preaching the word of God will change you. Hallelujah. So we come to church. Why? Because paralysis has stepped in. Hallelujah. I'm here to preach hope unto you. To tell you that when, when, when the enemy paralyzes you, it's time to say, hey, okay, uh, 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 the, the, the game has changed. The parameters, the parameters have been moved. Uh, the enemy has engaged me. Hallelujah. It's, it's official and it's apparent and I can see him uh, uh, floating around in the sea around me. He's blocking my passage right now. I know he has engaged me. When we're up to that point, I'm here to preach hope and to tell you it's time for you to engage the enemy. It's time for you to stay faithful in the church. It's time for you to begin praying and fasting. What does that mean? That means you do something different. Hallelujah. You have to go above and beyond in a dire circumstance. You're, you're fighting for something of value. You're, the ship that you're, you're trying to save has your kids in it. And it has your family in it. And it has your integrity in it. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you there's hope. Faith is, is, is catchy. Hallelujah. It only takes uh, one person on fire uh, to be, uh, have this hope and to be on fire to change a community. Come on. Hallelujah. There was a story I heard. I, I don't know if it was fiction or nonfiction as I was a kid. But it was in this church, and they hadn't had revival in a few years. It was just kind of business as usual. They were good people. They were faithful. They, were pray, they prayed, but it was just dead. Hallelujah. And the story says that one man was walking to the back of the church. And he tripped over a stack of chairs. And the chairs fell. And somebody thought he was shouting. And revival began to, another person started to shout. And another person started to shout. Come on, somebody. We got to get the job done. Hallelujah. If it takes one person or two, we're going to have to launch and engage the enemy with revival. Hallelujah. The chairs fell so loud. Hallelujah. They thought he was shouting. Other people began to shout. Hallelujah. And revival came to that little church. By accident. Hallelujah. 
But sometimes these situations in our lives and things begin to uh, paralyze us and to engage us. Hallelujah. Such as parenting. Hallelujah. These are all things that are tough. Hallelujah. I know I got seven kids. Hallelujah. We can attest that sometimes it gets tough. The global pandemic. Hallelujah. This is a time where a lot of people are just there. They're, they're like on autopilot. That's a time for the people of God to say, okay, it's time for us to move. Hallelujah. We have to engage the enemy when he's not ready. Come on. Just when he thinks he has us. Hallelujah. He thought he had me with the pandemic. I was getting bad news. I didn't even want to turn on the radio. I mean, people, I didn't have to go watch the news or hear the news. People updated me. Did you know this? Did you know that? Yeah. Sad, huh? Yeah. And I'm not downplaying it, but I didn't let the pandemic get me. And I'm not going to. If they come out with another disease tomorrow, I got Jesus in my heart. I got my mind set on a vision set by the man of God. Hallelujah. The men of God of this church. Hallelujah. And we're moving forward. But if I die and I go the way of the grave, I feel like Joseph. Don't leave my bones here in Egypt. When the sound of the trumpet comes, hallelujah, the dead in Christ is going to rise first, and I'm going to fly out to be with God. Do we have a spirit of resurrection inside of us this morning? You see, when, when you think like that, he really can't touch you. The Bible says to die is to be with the Lord. You know what he does if he takes me tomorrow morning as I'm driving over the hill to work? He just sets me onto my, onto my eternal destiny early. Hallelujah. I know the downfall is you're all going to miss me. I know that. Hallelujah. But uh, Jesus Christ is here for the underdog. He's here for those that don't have that last name. He's here for those that maybe you're lonely and you don't have the friends. Maybe you weren't uh, most likely to succeed in your high school. Hallelujah. I remember I was in high school. I didn't get any of those. Hallelujah. I didn't get the sports one. I didn't get the one uh, most likely to succeed. Hallelujah. If they had one to, for most likely to unsucceed, I might have got that one. Hallelujah. But that's who God died for. He takes the underdogs. He takes them. And he begins to rebuild. Hallelujah. And he begins to put pieces back in your life. Hallelujah. He is a master at it. He has been doing this for years. He takes broken things and puts them back together. He is a God of hope. He is a God that will show up in the midst of a trial that you can't resolve. When the doctor says no, God says, ding, ding, let me in the fight. Hallelujah. When men says, I don't have your answer, you're going to die of a sickness. God says, now it's my turn to show myself strong. 
Hallelujah. I'm going to preach it anyways. This is all truth. Hallelujah. Jesus died for us. Hallelujah. And he died for the underdog. Glory to God. I remember as a young, uh, hallelujah, I was young at one time. We would play basketball every Monday night at the gym. We had the local gym. A church had secured it every Monday night. We would play basketball. And I, they would line us up on a wall. They'd pick two captains. And I, I probably said this here, but a lot of new faces. Hallelujah. And they would line us up. And I was always the last one to be picked. But one day, one day, a new captain showed up. I'm not kidding you. This is the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. One captain showed up. And he had been, I knew this guy. He had been playing side by side, by side with me. And he knew that I couldn't shoot. But he knew I could get in your face. And I could ruin your game. And I could just, I wasn't tall. I, well, yeah, I'm not tall. Hallelujah. Brother Dorval, God bless you. Hallelujah for your height. Amen. It's a blessing. But I knew how to get physical. I'd get under them and hallelujah. I'd, I'd just put my body into them, throw their shot off. But one day a captain showed up, somebody I had never known. I mean, I had known, I had known, but he had never been a captain. And they put us up against the wall. And to my surprise, <laughs> it's me. Can I be myself this morning? He picked me. You know what I did? I didn't sit there with a surprised face. Brother Renee, I got a pep in my step. I walked, and I'm not kidding you. I walked over there. I said, I said, everybody knows I don't get picked, but I'm not gonna let everybody know that it got to me. I walked over there with with a, 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 a mindset that, hey, I might have not got picked before, but today I'm in first place. Today I'm number one. Hallelujah. I went out there and I played like I never played before. I'm here to tell somebody, get your game on. It's time to go to war. I walked over there like it was no big deal. Kicked back on the wall, waited for the others to be picked. Really? This long? Come on. I got some shots I could be scoring right now. But one day, man, I was, it never happened again. Hallelujah. Never happened again. I cannot say it happened again. But you see, this is what the enemy wants to do to you. He wants to push you in that corner. And he wants to tell you that you're no good. And he wants to tell you that your ministry's over. He wants to tell you that your family's gone and they're not coming back. And he wants to tell you that your job is leaving you. And he wants to tell you that your marriage is done. But I'm here to preach against that and to tell you that there is a God of hope. Hallelujah. And his name is Jesus. And he could get into your situation and begin to change the outcome. Hallelujah. Point number one. Hallelujah. We are rarely prepared for the fight. Hallelujah. Point well taken. Hallelujah. You know when it's going to come? It's going to come when you least expect it. 
my parents died quickly. Within three months, they were both dead. You know what kept me going? What kept me going was that they were people of faith. They were people that stopped, that didn't stop fighting. My dad lost his job more than he gained jobs. But you know what? He kept fighting. He set an example. He kept winning souls. He kept giving to the church. Hallelujah. That, that losing a job wasn't going to stop him. He kept opening up that Bible study chart on the kitchen table. Why? Because he knew how to separate, hallelujah, the things of God from the things of this world. Come on, somebody. If that, that'll preach right there. I lost my job, so I'm not going to come to church. Hallelujah. We'll let that one go. Glory to God. But I knew there were people of faith. My mom, hallelujah, they had a great marriage because my mom told my dad what to do. Hallelujah. And he listened. Hallelujah. I said that at their funeral when I spoke. Hallelujah. I about got beat up, but it was true. But they had set an example. Why? Because they knew how to fight for something that was of value. They knew that that ship held kids, and that ship held a church, and that ship held a future, and that ship held revival. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. This is not about us. It's about the work of God. So David rolls up into this camp. He said, what did he say? No, I didn't hear him right. He was not talking about my people. He must have made a mistake. He must have walked out into a different army. And he thought he was talking to the Midianites. He couldn't have been talking to my people. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's better not to know better. Hallelujah. If David had it all figured out, maybe he would have been trembling in a corner too. But you know what he did? He had his, all of his eggs in another basket. He knew that, that God had come when he needed, when he was fighting a bear and when he was fighting a lion, he knew that God showed up and he knew where he could go for a resource. Hallelujah. And the point today is we got to pray and we got to fast and we got to be faithful. There are things that happen, come on, hear me, in the undercurrent of the spirit. Things that happen. Hallelujah. I don't like to talk about myself too much, but I made up my mind during the pandemic, 2019, March. It's not about Mark's agenda no more. Three o'clock in the afternoon, pastor called me. Say, hey, I need you to preach tomorrow. You want the good news or the bad news? I said, just give me anything. I don't really care. He said, well, the bad news is I'm caught up here. I won't be back to Tuesday. And the good news is I want you to preach tomorrow. First time, hallelujah, I had six hours to prepare. <laughs> you know what I told him? I said, I'm ready. Give me the mic. Come on. I'm ready to fight. You know why? Because I told myself it's not Mark's life no more. 
I belong to God. And when the man of God calls me, it is a privilege, hallelujah, to be behind this sacred desk. I walk up here with dignity, hallelujah, with, with, with ethics, protecting this sacred desk, hallelujah, knowing that a man has labored here for over 20 years, building this church person by person. Can I, do you want me to preach tomorrow? I was already ready. Come on, bring it on, hallelujah. Dire circumstances, got to bring a dire response Hallelujah. he said well you're the only one I called I said well you, you, I better be the one that you call first one you call Hallelujah. he loves me and I love him we have an understanding I think he understands me and that's a good thing hallelujah but David walked up to this this camp and they were like Goliath was saying all this bad stuff about the people of God so he goes and he says, hey, wait a minute. He is saying what he's saying. The devil is saying what he's saying. He wants your kids. He wants your spouse. He wants your life. He wants everything that is of value to you. David heard this. He said, yeah, he's talking about my people. Hallelujah. So he goes and he. He meets with Saul. Hallelujah. And Saul says, you can't fight. And I'm paraphrasing. You're, you're just a young boy. He's a warrior. You know what David said? So? Hallelujah. Another disease. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You cannot change it. You don't need to worry about it. Anxiety doesn't need to set in. You are the people of God. We have a revival here. I know this, that if we would seek first the kingdom of God, all these things will be added unto me. I don't have to worry about that if I'm seeking this. Hallelujah. So they have a conversation. And finally he convinces Saul. All right. But hang on. Don't move. Hallelujah. Don't move. Go get my armor. Hallelujah. You know why Saul wanted to give him his armor? Saul was a carnal man. And he knew that if he had given David his armor and he would have took Saul's armor, hallelujah, and fought the enemy and defeated him with Saul's armor, maybe his name would have been in the newspapers with David. And David, wearing Saul's armor, approached the lion or the, the giant. Hallelujah. See, that was a carnal thought. But the scripture says that we fight not or we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So if you're doing push-ups in the morning to fight the devil... You can stop. If 
you get on your knees to pray and you begin to fast a day a week or whatever you can fast, you're arming yourself with spiritual armor. And you're, come on, and you're putting on a spiritual helmet and a breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Because this fight is not yours, but it's the Lord's. Hallelujah. This is how we fight our battles. We pray. We fast. We walk in faith. When the enemy engages, you want to go to war, we go to war. Hallelujah. James Lawrence said, I'm going to engage the enemy because he got me trapped in here. I'm going to go fight. Why? Because he wasn't just fighting for himself. He was fighting for a country. He was fighting for a ship. He was fighting for the future. He was fighting for families. Come on, somebody. This thing's a lot bigger than we see every day. Hallelujah. You're fighting for our future. You're fighting for our revival. Hallelujah. It's your duty to stand up when the enemy engages and walk towards him. Hallelujah. And when you do. God's going to join you. Hallelujah. Because this is how we fight our battles. Hallelujah. But Paul, see, he figured all this out. He says, we're wrestling against, not against flesh and blood. This is a spiritual thing. This is why everybody can win. Uh, let me say it again. Hello. This is why everybody wins in church. You know why? Because you can't all be as strong as me. You cannot be as uh, uh, mentally strong as me. You cannot be as physically strong as me. But you can say the name of Jesus, and you can pray, and you can fast, and you can say, hey, hallelujah. I don't care who you are. Hallelujah. You can say, Jesus, you got it. Hallelujah. You can think Jesus. And launch a war in the spirit. Hallelujah. That will defeat the enemy in all of his tricks. Hallelujah. And all of his attacks against your family. I'm here to tell somebody you may not be able to speak. But read the name of Jesus. Breathe the name of Jesus. There's power in the name. The Saturday before Ruben Morales died. I went to the hospital. Pray for him. He couldn't speak. He was unconscious. He was just breathing. But when I prayed for him and anointed him with oil, I could see his countenance. Teresa, Teresa was there. His countenance began to change. And he began to do this. Hallelujah. I can guarantee you he was probably doing Jesus. He was probably saying Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know too much, but I hear a preacher praying, and he's saying Jesus. Hallelujah. You can see him. And Teresa told me he's trying to say something, Chavez. He's trying to say something. I believe he was saying Jesus. Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. If I'm on my, my dying bed, just pray for me. Don't bring me a, a $100 bill. Don't, don't pay off my mortgage. Just 
pray for me. Hallelujah. Give me Jesus. Because I know that if I can pass the threshold of eternity. Hallelujah. Covered by the blood. I know that if I could just get past the threshold. That I have made it. Come on church. The goal is before us. The threshold of eternity is before us. And I'm here to tell you. You can make it. When I cross that Jordan, hallelujah, I just want to be blood bought. I just want to be blood washed. I just want to be forgiven. I just want to make it because I know if I could just get in the gates that I got it made. Hallelujah. I may not have a big crown, but just get me in the gates. I just want to see Jesus. I just want to see the one that changed my life, that broke the chains, and that is with me every day of my life. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to reach out to Jesus this morning. I'm here to preach hope and to tell you it's not over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Hallelujah. We got revival coming. Come on, church. Hallelujah. God is changing this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. There ought to be more. Reaching out. Reach out for your families. Reach out for your children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. I may make it sick. I may make it with one leg. Hallelujah. But I'm going to make it. I may make it limping, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to cross that threshold. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I hear your stories. I hear your stories. I know the enemy's been battling you, and he's been lying to you and telling you he was going to take you, take your children, and take your life. Remember, we're walking to a threshold. Hallelujah. What are you doing? You're marching, but I fell down. Get back up. Why? Because there is a threshold before me. I know that I'm going, hallelujah, to a place called heaven. One day I'm going to see him. Hallelujah. 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 And I'm closing. Hallelujah. God wants to move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Samuel said unto Jesse, here are thy children. And, and he said, there remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, send and fetch him. For we will not sit till he come hither. And he sent, hallelujah, and brought him in. Now he was a ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and a goodly to look to. And the Lord said, arise and anoint him. Hallelujah. The most unlikely to succeed. The underdog. The one that, that didn't have a bright future. They thought. Hallelujah. You see, but David knew that he had been slaying lions and bears. Nobody was watching. Hallelujah. But he was praying. No one was watching, but he was fasting. And things began to happen in his life. And he began to get anointed as king. Because God saw it. What you do in secret, young man... And young lady for the Lord, you don't have to brag about it. Hallelujah. God sees it. 
God sees your life. God knows the challenges you face every day. Hallelujah. And Samuel took the horn of oil and he anointed him in the midst of his brethren. God wanted to make a point. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching my heart out right now. God wanted to make a point. Bring him in front of everybody. Bring him. I'm going to show these people the rewards of sacrifice and the rewards of a relationship with me and the rewards of being in a dark side, in a sheep place where no one is there. And I'm going to show you what I can do in the things that are not seen. And Samuel took the horn of oil and he anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. And Samuel rose up. He went to Ramah. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit began to trouble him. When Goliath was facing David in that field, he was bluffing. He was bluffing. And there, and there went out a champion of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a helmet of brass on his head. He was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of that coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. And the staff in his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his spearhead weighed 600 shekels of iron. And one bearing shield went before him. He was bluffing. He had all that garb on. And David comes rolling before him. Come on. The enemy is shiny. And he's big. He's got brass. He's got a weapon. And he's scary. But I'm here to tell you that it's a bluff. It's a facade. He's a liar. He uses those things to paralyze you. He uses fear to back you in a corner. He tells you stuff in your ear. Your ministry's over. You have no purpose. Why even go to church? This is what he says. He bluffs. You're not going to get healed. He's a bluffer and he's a liar. He stands all big and strong. David comes rolling up with a little sling. We got revival, Pastor Mark. And we're coming to you with a little sling. But behind that sling is a name. You're not hearing me this morning. You're really not. There ought to be someone saying Jesus. There ought to be someone speaking to their dilemma this morning. Somebody should be saying, hey, I got to call the name. There's power in the name. I'll take the name of Jesus before anything in this world and beyond this world. 
he was bluffing. And you know what Saul did? Carnal Saul? Hallelujah. You know what the carnal king did? I want you to hear me. This is, this is very important. This is what God gave me for today. Hallelujah. He tried to match armor for armor. I never heard this preached. God revealed this to me this morning or last night when I was studying. Carnal, uh, carnal means Saul tried to match armor for armor, sword for sword, helmet for helmet. And he was no match for the giant. But David came rolling in that field, Brother Dorval, with a sling. He knew. Come on, we're going to reach back. And we're going to go back to previous. Come on, be with me here right now. We're going to go back to previous victories. Come on, this church. Come on, I'm going to speak it right now. I feel it. Was running over 300 people. We're coming back. They're coming back. Pastor Mark, they're coming back. Pastor, if you're watching, they're coming back in the name of Jesus. And they're coming with their families. And they're coming with their neighbors. And they're coming with their friends. He told Saul, Get this stuff off of me. Get it off of me. I don't wear this stuff. Come on, somebody. I'm not used to fighting like this. I'm not used to wearing this armor. I'm you. I, I have a different armor. This is not us. They're not of our fold. They're different. You guys have armor, but we don't have armor. Our fight is not with armor and it's not with the sword. Come on. Anybody can be a hero in this business. Anybody can whisper the name of Jesus. Anybody can, can take uh, the, the word of God and apply it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Elder. Hallelujah. Come on. They're coming in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.